This is Fufara, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. Hi! Konnichiwa! Wow, new languages! Um, I'm trying to start the show with a new word in a new language just to keep it keep it interesting not that it's not already interesting just absolutely fascinating i totally agree <laughs> today we are with claire who is our one of one of our hall mates back at spotswood um claire how are you doing i'm doing well thank you so much guys for having me on your podcast i'm really excited to be here today do you speak uh, any other languages I'm currently taking French, so I guess I, sh- I oh. should say bonjour. Um, yeah, that was good. It's not going so well right now because a final season is a thing that's happening, but I could say hi to you guys in Korean. That's Anyang. And oh, oh, I recently learned that you can say hi in Swahili by saying Jombo. Jombo, nice. I like that. That's my favorite. I was recently playing trivia. And um, I heard that Africa actually had a meaning, like Africa itself had a meaning, and Africa means the sunny place. <laughs> well, listeners and Fufer fans, if you didn't know, this is our season finale, so we are so excited to have the lovely Claire on as our guest mm. to celebrate the end of a successful, a very successful, I might add, run of our first show. Yay! <laughs> oh, thank you. We gained fans from all over the world, right? I- like we had international fans we had fans from Denmark I don't know if you knew that that's so cool I know we have a a cool cult following (laughs) in Denmark um shout out to our Danish we decided Danish right that was right Danish yes uh from Denmark yes four yeah and I think this is just our test run to, to well a you know something to do during this crazy time but also you know, we'd love to do William Mary Podcasting Club and maybe get in those nice soundproof booths. <laughs> so this is our a little test run, you know, see how it works, see what topics we like to talk about. Um, turns out a little bit of everything, I think. <laughs> yes, an amalgamation of everything. Ooh. There's a $5 word. We like being informative and entertaining. <laughs> exactly. That's the best conversation. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So without further ado, let's just dive into our topics today. Mm -hmm. And Claire's first question or topic of conversation is how to survive freshman year of college, which is crazy because we're just a week away from being sophomores. It's like we just were, you know, uh, ambitious little freshmen fresh out of high school (laughs) eager to impress in orientation. It just Mm -hmm. seems like yesterday. Yeah, we really definitely ended our first freshman year in a very unconventional way. But what's your advice, Claire, now that you've been through it? What what do you mean? Takeaways? Anything surprise you? I think probably my greatest takeaway or maybe like greatest tip of advice for anyone who's just getting ready to start their freshman year is just to go in with an open mind I feel like when I first went to college, I had all these preconceptions of like what I thought it would be. 
like already at the end of high school, I had determined in my mind, like, oh, this is going to be scary. Like, I'm not going to like this. I'm going to be uncomfortable. But I'm very thankful that the community at William and Mary, like completely shattered all of those expectations once I got there, just because everyone was so kind and welcoming. But I honestly think like if I could go back and change something about my approach to freshman year at first, it would just be being more open-minded in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I like that. I totally get being scared too. I remember when I was little watching Hannah Montana and it was like that episode where Hannah Montana goes to college. And I remember like flipping out being like, I will never go to college. Like that whole idea of like going away and like, it was such a big deal. And Hannah Montana was crying and it was just like, oh my God, like I can't, I would never do that. And here I am, you know, going to college and it's all okay. <laughs> and things ended up okay. I didn't think it, I'd make it this far. I thought I'd go away and join the circus or something. <laughs> just join the circus, even though I cannot touch my toes to save my life. But I thought, I still aspire to one day be a part of the circus in some, some way. If you were to be a part of the circus, what would you want to do in the circus? I'd really, I would, I would want to hold like the hoop of fire that a lion jumps through. I think that's one of the, that's like the most dangerous job. But it's also the most cool, okay? I want to be revered, you know, I want to be known as that person who, who held the hoop that a lion jumped through. Wait, how do they even hold the flaming hoop? Is it like, I don't know, without your You must have like a big glove, right? Yeah. Does someone usually hold the hoop? Do they wear gloves? I'm pretty sure there's such a thing as fire. Do people actually do this or is this in the movies? <laughs> well, in case nobody has done it, I will be the first person to do it. I love it. You're going to be yeah. a trendsetter. I'll yeah. be a trailblazer. <laughs> yeah, the trailblazer. <laughs> if you could join the circus, Claire, what what role would you like to have? Ooh, you know, okay, in my head, I would like to think that I would be one of the acrobats and like flip through the air because I think that would be really cool. But in reality, I know that I do not have the flexibility to pull that off. So I think I would really like to learn how to juggle. That is something I always wanted to do. When I was in like middle school, they made us do a juggling unit in gym class where we would toss up like these really thin, light, colorful scarves. And I always, I was able to juggle with those in like the different patterns they gave us. I think there was like cascade, which was like an X shape and then reverse cascade, which was kind of like, I don't know, like throwing things in a laundry hamper type of motion (laughs) and then catching the tissues at the bottom. But I was never able to do it with like round objects. I never got the hang of juggling with balls or like, I don't know, oranges (laughs) or something like that. So I just think that would be cool. I hope once you become a master juggler, I hope you don't, I hope you don't become the type of juggler who like juggles chainsaws or axes. Please don't do that. That would be too scary for me. (laughs) What about you, Maddie? I feel like I want to do something with like hula hoops. I feel like hula hoops are so much fun and I, I can really only just basic hula hoop, but people who can do like tricks with it and do it really fast and do it on their arms and their neck and like five at once. I think that would be like so cool. So much. So fun. you want to be a ringmaster? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it just comes so naturally. <laughs> uh, yeah. Trying to make sense of all this hoopla. 
<laughs> yes, iconic. Yes, and Harry. shout out to my roommate, Maya, who actually is very proficient in the hula hooping arena. Oh, is she? Yes. She was talking to... Uh, for yeah. so long. Uh, she was talking about this today. I think her record is two and a half hours. Just hula hooping? Straight hula hooping. Oh my gosh, two and a half hours. Yeah. What's the world record? I'm looking this up. <laughs> oh, we'll see if she's on her way. Yeah. While Maddie's doing that, your younger sister, Claire, is actually a gymnast, right? Yeah, she's a competitive gymnast. And coincidentally, she also really loved to hula hoop when we were younger. So she can also hula hoop for extremely long periods of time. Like, That's I'm talking hour, two hours as well, which is kind of crazy. Okay, the world record is apparently 74 hours and 54 minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's this... multiple days. Oh, that's multiple days by the same person? Yeah. Okay, yeah. this just begs to be, like, this is a question that just begs to be answered. Like, what are the arrangements for relieving oneself? I know. What do you, what do you have to no, do? Kind of like wear a diaper, maybe? Is it worth it? But that's like no sleep too for that yeah. long. Okay, it looks like I'm looking this up online. She has a TV so that she can watch TV while she was doing it. it looks like she has Parks and Rec on <laughs> in the office. And Classic. she just stands in front of it and she's just really hoping. And she has something on her knees. So she has like, I don't know, to make sure her knees don't get stiff or something. Mm -hmm. Some kind of band on her knees. So you need all the right equipment, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for the person who has to stand there and count how many rounds she does. <laughs> it's not rounds. It's probably start on cycle. Like, oh, yeah, it, it's a timer. Oh, of course, of course. It's not the cycles. It's the unit. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, but speaking of TV shows, another point on um, Claire's list is that she says that she has a lack of movie slash TV show watching. And... <laughs> That has made her oblivious to different references. Please explain. Yeah, well, like, I mean, just for example, you just mentioned The Office and Parks and Rec. And I feel like people are always talking about things that they've seen from those shows, but I haven't seen either of them. So definitely, oh, that was one new thing about freshman year of college. Everyone is making pop culture and movie references, and I have very little exposure to these things. Luckily, though, as the year went on, I started slowly, like, dipping my toe deeper into the water. I finally saw Forrest Gump. I started good. watching Brooklyn Nine. That was good. I actually really liked that show. But I still haven't seen The Office or Parks and Rec. Wow. That's so interesting because that just definitely is something that I just, you know, you just kind of assume everybody's seeing. But, like, do you just not, like, do you just not watch TV much? Or do you have other shows that you like? Yeah, I guess I just don't watch TV that often. I remember, like, at the end of middle school, like, early high school, I got really into playing Chopped and, like, Cutthroat Kitchen on the TV in the background when I was doing <laughs> stuff. But, like, after that, I just started kind of slowly gravitating away from, like, watching TV shows. And then I didn't get Netflix until, again, like, freshman year of college. So it was definitely just, like, a slow adjustment. Like, now that I have it, I've been looking for good new shows to watch. So do you guys have any recommendations? I definitely enjoy Tiger King. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, I've heard so much about that show, but I don't know what it's about. It's basically about these people with, um, like, t pet tigers, and they have these little zoos. 
that are kind of in their backyard and across America. And they have these zoos and they have their tigers and it's like the zoos kind of compete and there's very lively personalities and it's like a documentary. So it's, but, it, but there's more, there's way more to it, but I don't want to spoil anything for you. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I've been, I, I watched that a while ago. Um, but I haven't like sat down and watched a show in like a while, to be honest. The last show I binged watched was Community. Uh, which mm. is on Netflix, and it's one of the, in my opinion, one of the most creative shows out there, and it has a lot of a lot of good characters and a lot of good plot lines, and uh, I, I'm not sure if it would appeal to a lot of people's sense of humor just because it's so quirky, but I definitely enjoyed it. So you might want to give it a try. Yeah, I'll definitely look into that. It reminds me a lot about us because it's based on a group of quirky individuals who meet at a college and form a very close, unbreakable bond. And it really reminds me of the community I found at William and Mary. I Aww. like that. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> But there are a lot of good shows, especially on Apple TV, but I, I don't know any. Do you have Apple TV? I don't have Apple TV. Do you have it, Tara? I don't have it either. No, I don't know okay. anyone who has it. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many streaming services, it's just, like, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like, HBO Max is coming out. You just had Quibi come out. Quibi? What's that? Nobody's that, talking I, about Quibi. It's actually kind of interesting. It's this, like, you know, Jeffrey Katzenberg. No. No. He founded DreamWorks <laughs> and used to work at Disney oh. during, like, the Disney Renaissance with Michael Eisner. And he has started this big company, has, like, millions of dollars called Quibi, and basically it's supposed to be a streaming service but specifically made for your phone. So you download the app and – or your tablet, but it, you can't even get it on your TV. And so all the – content is specifically made for your phone and they have this thing where like it's called turn turn style or something so you can flawlessly like go from vertical mode to horizontal mode they have all this like you know virtual content on there um a lot of different celebrities have shows on there sophie turner chance the rapper <laughs> but it's interesting because it's kind of I, I don't know it's kind of flopping like they like they aren't really getting many subscribers i just think everyone's so done with subscriptions like I can't afford any more subscriptions you know it's just like I have to I have to prioritize mm -hmm. it feels weird that they would make a streaming service just for your phone and a lo I, well, I was gonna say the idea is that each one is under like eight minutes each episode oh. so even oh. broken up into eight minute bits so that you're able to like well usually less than that so that you're able to like on your on the train or you know, waiting for a meeting, you can just, like, watch something really quick. Is that the That's new Vine? Right? Wouldn't you just use Vine? I feel like I just, I mean, it's the new Vine. vine is, right, the new Vine, which is, like, TikTok. Oh, yeah. TikTok is the new Vine. What is TikTok? Use TikTok. It's a social media app. Wait, do you know what Vine was like? Yes. It's a social media app where people can post really short videos. Usually I don't think they're any more than a minute long, but a lot of people will like lip sync to songs in TikTok videos or 
do dance moves that go viral or just have really short conversations. And they're usually comedic, like they're meant to just be absorbed quickly and then you move on to the next thing. What's the difference between that and Vine? Because it sounds pretty similar. Vine is yeah. gone. Yeah, Vine died. Wait, why? I don't know. I don't know if they went bankrupt. I think that they just like had their moment. I don't know. It seemed like it was so popular. Well, yes, yeah, so there's still like viral Vine compilations on YouTube. <laughs> I watch those a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I never had Vine, but, like, I, I watch those. Like, mm -hmm. that's almost, like, how I got my Vine, like, content. Well, let's transition into a more, I guess, edifying topic, uh, which is collaging on your wall, which just seems to be so idealistic. It definitely takes a really long time. I have this giant collage that is in the shape of a heart on my bedroom wall. And it's and all your pictures, photos. Yeah, it's all pictures of me and my friends during high school. That's um, beautiful. Oh my thank God. you. But then I also have this other whole wall behind my bed. This one is less pictures focused and it's a lot of posters and just like notes that I saved from people and cards and things like that. I don't know why. You're inspiring me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's such your, a good idea. Your whole room looks like Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. That's wonderful. How long did it take you to assemble it? And do you have like any artistic personal tips for people like me who want to try and do something like that? I want to say I know the one that is just the giant wall behind my bed it took me, I want to say at least three to four hours. I made it, I want to say junior year of high school on New Year's. I was just sitting in my bedroom. Oh, this is one kind of funny thing about my family is they're all like pretty early risers and go to bed early people. And they also eat dinner really early. I'm talking usually like four or five, which was definitely like an adjustment coming to college. <laughs> that is early. Yeah, my dad and my mom both wake up at like around five o'clock in the morning. But my dad, it's different now that we're in coronavirus schedule, but before this started, he would sometimes go to bed around like 7 p.m. or even like 6. So it was just a totally different schedule. But anyway, because they were going to bed early, no one else wanted to stay up on midnight with me. So I decided I would just make this collage of my year's memories looking back. And with something like the heart collage, it took a little bit longer and I took a different tactic because I laid all the pictures out on my floor first and then transferred them to my wall. But then when it came to something like the wall behind my bedroom or my bed, since it's just kind of a random collection of things, I just kind of let my creativity take me where I wanted to go. If, I don't know if I have any specific tips because I was just kind of arranging as I went along. This is like a really peculiar thing, but I tried really hard to not put two pictures with similar colors next to each other. Mm -hmm. So like if one picture was mostly blue and white, then I try to put it next to a picture that had greens and reds so that it would stand out more. But yeah, just in general, I think collaging photos is just something really fun to do to de-stress and relax 
and also it just looks pretty in the end so I have a really good time with it. Mm -hmm. Do you just use like regular tape on the back? Usually yeah. To stop damaging the backs of photos which is something that I notice can happen if the photo is on the wall and then it falls off or you need to replace the photo multiple times. I usually use like packing tape and mm -hmm. I'll tape the back of the photo first, like sticky side facing the photo. So then the back is just like covered nicely in a sheet of tape. And then I'll do like, I don't know, where the thing where you fold the tape into like a donut and stick it on the back of that. So that like if my little tape donut falls off, then there's no damage on the photo that I paid for because you still have like the back glossy since you covered it in tape. Wow, these are like actually good hacks. <laughs> Interesting. I, think so. I just need it's to take photos. I don't take photos. Like I need to like make an effort, you know, to take photos. I definitely need to take more photos. And that's one of my regrets from freshman year of college is I wish that I'd taken more photos. Yeah. I like how, like at the end of my senior year of high school, I was really making an effort to take more pictures. And I felt awkward sometimes being like that mom friend that was like, oh guys, we gotta take a picture right now. But I'm glad that I did that. And I wish I did that more during our freshman year because I would love to have a lot of pictures from freshman year of college to like put up on my walls now that I'm home. But looking back, I realized that I barely have any pictures of our girls' hall. I know. Well, inside of our girls' hall, it's not very picturesque. But the people, <laughs> the people, I agree, are just, yeah, I should have taken more pictures. It would be nice to have that. We'll have a reunion when we, when we come back. Well, to start off our next conversation, I am very, very interested in your bullet journals. You've shown them to me. They look like something that is straight out of an Oprah magazine and they're beautiful, but they seem like a lot of work to keep up with. They can be a lot of work. I know sometimes when I'm looking at like the really pretty spreads that are on Instagram and Pinterest, they're covered in like washi tape and have lots of glitter and like beautiful calligraphy. And I really love those aesthetic elements. But for me personally, bullet journaling also has to be practical because like as a college student, we're really busy and we have lots of assignments. And as much as I would love to spend like three hours on one spread, I don't always <laughs> have the time to do it. So I, I try to simplify my bullet journal spreads to be something that I can whip out in like five minutes, but also still have like I don't know, something pretty just for my own personal satisfaction. So usually what I do with my spreads, um, every like, I guess, collection of bullet journal pages is called a spread. So you have like your monthly spread, your weekly spread. I've stopped doing weekly spreads entirely, which are a lot of what you see on social media as being like presented as pretty. And I do daily spreads because I don't have enough time to like make the week look designer pretty and also just making a weekly spread. I have so many assignments for college. I can't fit all of our homework assignments into those tiny pretty spaces. So I basically look at it like a to-do list and I'll maybe spend time like doing cursive for the header, which I practice enough now that I can whip out in like 20 or 30 seconds. But then the rest of my spread will just be like a to-do list 
And I know the podcast listeners can't see it, but I'll just show the two of you. Um, oh, it's really pretty. I read for yesterday. You have it all laid out. So by, by class? Oh, yeah. I have it laid out by class or, like, work activity. So, like, this was yesterday. So I have written down, like, French. I had to outline an essay. And then maybe for, like, my job, I needed to work for two hours that day. And then I have like some doodles on the side that I can do in my spare time. But again, like nothing that will take me more than like five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Has, have you felt that it has been very helpful and beneficial for you uh, in just organizing and getting things done? 100% because, well, one, I'm a really forgetful person in general. So I have to write everything down or I promise you I will forget it. And then also having my own bullet journal and just having somewhere where I could kind of be creative with my own setup, I think gave me an outlet that is good for whenever I'm feeling distracted. When I was in high school and even middle school too, a lot of times when like teachers were talking in class, I would like doodle in the corner of my notes or even in my agenda, I'd like draw lines all over the sides instead of writing down my assignments. But this way, since I'm like setting it up myself, I can combine that element of like, oh, I'm doodling and this is fun and this is for me with like making sure that I stay on top of everything that I need to get done. Do you, would you hold on to it? It's so, like when you go through that notebook, are you going to keep it and be like, oh my gosh, my oh, life yeah. is busy in 2020? For sure. I think <laughs> one of the best parts about keeping a bullet journal and just a journal in general, I need to get better about just regular journaling though, is being able to look back on them when you're done. I still have bullet journals from my first two years of high school. And then I had another one with a lot of pictures from my senior year of high school that I unfortunately left at the dorm. But it's really cool to go back and see like what your priorities were at that time, because that can tell you a lot about like who you were as a person during that time. And also it's just fun to see like how my writing style has changed over time, how like what I perceive as like aesthetic or pretty has changed over time. I don't know. I think those things are really interesting to look back on. I know, especially when you become the next president, Claire, a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people will want to see how you, how you spent your childhood and adolescence. That's going to be in a museum one day. Mm -hmm. Whoa, I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are valuable. I think you Mm -hmm. should keep them in very safe, high security place. Thank you. I will. I will try to do a better job of that. And hopefully I can get my other bullet journal back if we ever get to go back to campus to move back. (laughs) Yeah, one day. Not if, when. Yeah, yeah. Think positive. (laughs) Hiya. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Fooferall. Our listeners' input is so essential to our show. Kind of like dairy. Unless, of course, you are vegan or lactose intolerant. Um... On second thought, that was a bad example. Anywho, please email us your ideas, your thoughts, your fufara to fufara.theworld at gmail.com. By the way, for copyright purposes, the name of the catchy tune we use in our intro is called Mouthful of Diamonds by Fantagram.